Welcome to Train to Dreamland, a podcast to help you unwind and fall asleep. I'm your conductor, Kimmy B. We will be departing the station here shortly, so please make sure you're in a comfortable, reclined position with your favorite pillow fluffed to create a gentle cloud-like surface upon which to rest your head. How is your day? I hope you know that your perspective and your needs are valuable. Sometimes it can feel like we're not fully seen or properly cared for. It can feel as though our needs are ignored and neglected. First, I assure you, you are enough. You are trying your best, given where you are, and considering the complexity of your experiences. And likewise, your loved ones are almost certainly doing their best as well in the context of their own personal experiences. If someone is not offering you something that you believe they should be, it is likely because they are dealing with their own unique variables. We will go to a place during this journey where we discuss this in more detail. But first, we will travel deep into the foggy forest and make some wishes. Sound good? As we prepare for departure, please remember that if you should fall asleep during these stories and affirmations, do not worry as the only true destination in this locomotive is sleep. Now, if you're ready, all aboard the train to dreamland. In tonight's guided visualization, you are visiting an enchanted cottage 
settled deep within the foggy forest. The old cottage is covered with flowers and vines, and the structure boasts window boxes and shutters painted in unusual jewel tone colors. Inside is a simple living space, including a round, hand-carved oak table and two matching wooden chairs. A copper spigot sits over a basin with ambiguous purpose. You assume either a large sink or a small bathing tub. In the corner, there is a simple bed with a straw mattress and a pillow filled with goose feathers. A soft, brown, knitted blanket lies in a heap at the bottom of the bed. On the north wall is a large hearth with a gentle fire crackling within. And on the opposite wall, a wooden counter that hosts a variety of curious jars and bottles containing dried fruits and flowers, oils and herbs. Other dried herbs are wrapped in twine and hang above the countertop. You look to the round oak table and find three beautiful palm-sized crystals and a small handwritten note. The note reads like a poem. It says, Bring these crystals to the well. Hold each one to your chest. Make a wish and drop each in and make your wishes manifest. You peek toward the window, which is a bit too fogged up to see outside, but decide that you're up for the adventure. You scoop up the three crystals and put them in your pocket. You walk to the front door of the cottage. You can see the well from the doorway, just lightly illuminated by the light of the fireplace behind you. It's only a few short steps away from the cottage, and so you continue outside approaching a well built up to waist height with large stone bricks. There's a magical quality about the well, and it almost seems to radiate a pure, angelic light. The air feels cool and a bit wet from the mist in the air. It's not quite raining, but the occasional droplet of water forms on the tip of your nose, simply from existing outside in the dewy air. 
As you stand above the well, you take a moment to observe the three crystals and consider the best intentions that could be bestowed on each one. The first stone you pull from your pocket is a raw rose quartz stone, translucent pink and relatively light and small. You know that rose quartz is used to encourage love, particularly self-love. You close your eyes, close your fingers around the quartz and hold it to your heart, remembering the poem. Bring these crystals to the well. Hold each one to your chest. Make a wish and drop each in and make your wishes manifest. You take a deep breath as your wish comes into formation. When you are ready, much like the tradition of blowing out candles on a birthday cake, you make your first wish and watch the rose quartz fragment disappear into the darkness at the bottom of the well. Next, from your pocket, you pull out the second crystal. It's black tourmaline, a grounding stone that protects from negative energies this would be a great opportunity to make a wish that deals with something you'd like to let go of or protect yourself from. It could also be an opportunity to problem solve something that hasn't had a clear solution. Allow the mist of your mind to flow and form until you observe the wish that you'd like to make with black tourmaline. Then, hold the stone out over the opening of the well and let go, bringing your wish into the conscious plane. Lastly, you select the final stone at the bottom of your pocket. The stone is a polished tiger's eye, donning tan and brown swirls. The tiger's eye is a beautiful crystal, and it has healing and transformative properties. A wish for abundance, healing, or creativity would be well suited for this crystal. You hold it in your hand and consider 
the last wish for this wishing well. Once you know what your wish is, hold the crystal above the well and release. This ends our guided visualization tour for this evening. A wonderful and true thing about making wishes is that you aren't limited by a number as defined by a folktale or a genie in a bottle. You can make wishes at any time you like. When you speak your wishes out loud, write them down, or project their intention into a meaningful activity or project, you request attention from the universe and you increase the likelihood of your wishes coming true. When our needs are not met, we tend to blame our situation, our loved ones, and or ourselves. Unhealthy thoughts may surface that message blame on ourselves and others creating the perfect habitat for resentment and shame. Over time, recurring blame and shame damages our self-confidence and it disrupts our trust in others. So blame is not helpful or even particularly relevant when it comes to the real issue, which is a desire to have our needs met, to be seen and accepted, to be cared for and loved. Our individual needs drive the boundaries that we set for ourselves. They are in place so that we don't burn ourselves out so that we don't tolerate abuse from others and so we can be our true authentic selves. However, 
When we do set boundaries, we cannot assume that others will know what those boundaries are unless we are willing to communicate and enforce our own needs. When it comes to the boundaries of others, when you believe someone is behaving selfishly and not meeting your expectations, second-guess your assessment. It is more likely that they are living in service to their own truths and enforcing self-care that only they have the ability to understand and respond to. The action may lie with you to adjust your expectations and find another approach to nurture your needs. Sometimes there are individuals in our lives who radiate toxic energy and it can be difficult and exhausting to interact with these people. Usually these are individuals with whom we've tried to establish boundaries, but they continue to disregard our needs. There are times when we need to minimize or remove exposure to these toxic people for the sake of self-preservation. We are most capable of defining and facilitating our own needs. Then, and only then, can we offer support, love, and understanding to others. As a last sleep support idea, I'd like to describe an easy craft that you can make at home and then use and reuse for meditation and sleep support. This method can be used for heating and cooling bags of all shapes and sizes, but for the purposes of this exercise, I will be telling you how to make your very own lightly weighted, lightly scented eye mask. You will need two 5 inch by 10 inch pieces of natural soft fabric like cotton or silk 
in any color or pattern that you like. A needle and thread, two cups of rice of any kind, a few drops of your favorite essential oil, and optionally, a handful of dried lavender or other dried herbs. With your two pieces of fabric, place the pattern sides together and cut a shape that fits over your eye area comfortably. The pattern should slightly exceed the size that you'd like your eye mask to be. With the two pieces of fabric still together, sew three sides of the edges using a narrow stitch with your needle and thread. You can also use a sewing machine for this step if you have one. Then take your fabric and turn it inside out. It should look like a small fabric bag. Pour your rice, herbs, and drops of oil into the opening of the bag, gently massaging the outside of the bag with your fingers to mix ingredients. Then simply fold the seam in of the last edge and sew up your eye mask. You can freeze the mask for a cooling meditation or to relieve a headache. Or you can heat it up in the microwave until it reaches the temperature that you like. The heated pad can be used to relieve neck and shoulder pain as well. Feel free to experiment with this very easy and versatile sleep support item. Good night, Dreamlanders.